Do you know what the definition of the word sovereignty is? Sovereignty is absolute power and authority. Like a king? Exactly. Which is who I am. Your king. Eh. It's America, brother. We don't do kings. Well, we do. We do. Just call them something else. See, today is my coronation day. And on coronation day, I've always believed the new king should start his reign an act of kindness. Right on. And an act of cruelty. That way, your subjects know that you're capable of both. God and monster. Shit. Sign me up for the first one. Problem is Wilma. She has already received my kindness. Damn. Which means you. Don't tell me. Are shit out of luck. Hey, I'm Kyle. Thanks for joining me and Andy for the Legendary Creature Podcast. So if you're listening with your kids or your conservative grandma, maybe don't, because we swear. Or some shit like that. Dude, I was looking up ways to stop this deck of yours, like Brago, before we did this. Uh-huh. Because I have my ways of trying to deal with it, but then I thought... You know, I'll look into it and, and crowd, see if there's anything out there that the, the hive mind's got for me. <laughs> but he's freaking annoying, man. Like, there is a lot of uh, hoops you have to jump through to kind of put this commander in its place, right? It's funny, because I'm always talking about how, like, it's not... Like, I could make it way worse, and I still could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mercifully you don't, but I... I know if we keep pushing... I actually think about that. I'm like, should I kill his commander? What if he makes his commander worse the next time we play? <laughs> what if he goes back and edits his deck and makes it even more, like, oppressive? You know, I better just, like, let him play a few things out first before I, like, try to stop him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, no, there... Because one of the things is that, like... Like, I just... I know that... I, I need to like actually take it e a little easier as well. <laughs> like sometimes I just, I get, I just, I'm dumping stuff out there. I should not. Wait. So the experience that I've had up until now with this commander has been you holding back. No, I'm saying that sometimes I'm, I, a lot of times I should hold back more is what I'm saying. Oh, like I, there's times when I'm just, I'm just dumping stuff out and I really shouldn't. To try to just kill us off. Take control. Yeah. Grab the throne. Seize the throne. <clears throat> All right. Well, hit me with it. Hit me with the. We we underneath the hood. I don't even know, man. Like I know the stuff to look out for when I see it, but <laughs> I don't know what's underneath the hood of this monster. Well, all right. Like so, here we go. Brago, King, Eternal. Mm. 
Uh, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. Um, I think. How did you end up playing the deck? I, I think that, yeah, I think that's a good place to start is that like, I've, I've had an obsession with blink, which is to say like exiling permanence and having them re-enter the battlefield. Flicker. Flicker. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause you have things like flickering ward that, you know, like, I don't know. There's stuff like that out there. Cloud shift. Cloud shift. Remember when exactly. They were thinking that was going to be something that they didn't have us in. So flickering. And that's how I got into it was like, uh, we were, we were like starting to really like the rubber was starting to hit the road in the Innistrad like block. Right. Right. Like we were just, we're playing magic, the gathering. And in that like Avison return, there was the restoration angel. There's cloud shift. Mm-hmm. I think there was, uh, there's a blue one. There's that does a blue like two one cards, as well. Yeah. Um, and so I just got like super interested Dead in Eye navigator. It, it. Oh yeah. The Ted I navigator, of course. Um, but there's like a blue instant as well that does it. Um, I got super interested in it. And as it turned out, there ended up being like a, a standard deck that used the restoration angel that was kind of popular at the time. Thrag tusk and yeah. Thrag tusk. Thrag tusk. That was a huge combo. I remember seeing like a meme that says play these cards and it showed restoration angel thrag tusk or loose <laughs> like i don't know if that guy had just had a really hyperbolic experience but when they dropped thrag tusk in that core set after that it it seemed like that was yeah because it was just a few months later that thrag tusk came out and man i was trying to like squeeze that combo in anywhere i could find a place to right. put it yeah and the card was super expensive back then too thrag yeah tusk. i bought I like bought a play set of them um so then rune comes out right in in the commander yeah, the Gen 2. Yeah, Gen 2 Commander set. Like, and I was just, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got Rune going, and I'm just starting to, like, starting to flicker stuff out of the way and and flicker my stuff in and out. And it was just, like, I had, I had a really good fun time with that deck. But the problem is with Rune, and maybe I should bring Rune up. He has to pay to play. Yeah, much. he's got he's to pay to play. So he yeah. has... He There's has, some neat stuff you can do with him, but... Yeah, it like it, it so and I think maybe this is a good point to kind of like let's let's make a distinction between these two commanders. Mm-hmm. So Rune of the Hidden Realm, it's two and then Bant, so green, white, blue. Uh it gives you a four four creature, it has vigilance and trample. It also has pay two and tap rune um to exile another target creature. Return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. So it's not instantaneous. It's kind of like they're yeah. out of the way. Yeah, they're out of the way. So there there are some shenanigans that you can kind of do, um, you know, in that you can like, what's it called? Sundial of the Infinite you can use to like end the turn. So if you happen to exile people's stuff with rune, right, right. you can then just end the turn before it comes back and their stuff's gone. Pretty, pretty tricky. It's gross. Um... You can also clear blockers. Somebody declares a blocker. Oh yeah, because he's vigilant. Because trample. he's vigilant, so he's right. attacking. And then they move to block. They move to block, and then you you're like, "Okay, I'm going to activate my ability and move your blocker out of the way." Yeah, and and because he, he's trample, it just assigns to their face. Right, he connects. Pretty so, tricky. So there's some cool stuff that you can do with Rune. Also, having green, uh, the ability to to do all the stuff with green. Right, and, and then, then I re- the battlefield triggers with green, and then enter Brago. Right. right. We, we get conspiracy, like the original conspiracy. 
And I was just like, oh, okay, this guy's pretty cool. This guy's pretty cool. I'm going to put him in my rune deck. So he was just like a side hustle. For yeah. Rune. He was like, he's, he's Lieutenant, you know, like he's, yeah. he's going to help, but he's not like the thing. Okay. Um, and so Brago to read him off is two, a white and a blue is a two, four. He has flying and he, and Brago says whenever Brago King eternal deals combat damage to a player, exile any number of target non-land permanents you control. Then return those cards to the battlefield under their owner's control. Now, like, I don't know, like in the context of our play group, it was just me, you and Brad playing mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, and, we were pretty underdeveloped at that point. Yeah, pretty underdeveloped. And I think the other thing was, is that you were playing uh, Nakuser. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> I think I got an inflated like view of what Rune could do because of that. Right. I, I remember when they spoiled, we said that a lot. But I remember when they spoiled Brago, I don't think you and I were totally blown away by it. No. We were kind of like, oh, it's, you have to go into the red line, right? Yeah. You have to attack. He's got to go attack. He has to connect. He has one color less than Rune. So we were just thinking, eh. Yeah, like, it's, it's not quite as good as Rune. Yeah. But the thing about, the thing about it was, is that like, you were playing Nakusa a lot when I was playing Rune because they came from the same commander set, right? Okay. And so... You know, the, the very reason that you scrapped Nakuser because you're just giving your opponents cards. Right. So I had all kinds of options just when I was playing Rune in my hand. So I could I could choose what I needed to to cast and then what I could take advantage of with the enter the battlefield effects. Yeah. So then I plug in Brago just to kind of I'm like, oh, this will be a good support card for this deck. Right. So I get him going and <laughs> he just like he was just better. Right. So you made a couple attacks with him and you're just saying, Oh wow, I'm gonna reset everything. Yeah. Rather than rather than I get to pick one or two things. Pay mana, tap my commander, like Yeah. Right. Because you had to kind of go through some shenanigans to take advantage of using Rune a couple times, right? Like you gotta use the Strionic Resonator. I've never owned a Rings of Bright Hearth. That would be that would have been that you know that would have been a nice thing to have in that deck. Yeah, but these are mana intensive things. But they're things you got to pay for. Brago is just like cost I, cost like Rings of Brightheart isn't a cheap. Yeah, it's it's an, it's an expensive card. Yeah. So you got it like with Brago, it was just connect and reset everything. And the, and the other distinction is all those mana rocks that are in my deck suddenly they're getting reset. And yeah. it was just this. It was the revelation. The Spirit King became you know he became my new spirit animal. Yeah, I I don't have a lot of examples of this where um there's a commander that has one less co- like they f- they're functionally similar to another one. Mhm. But they have one less color. Like a lot of the times they're they're weaker than that. Oh yeah. So like I don't know, Drownu okay. and uh Kess, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, there's the debate that Drownu has some advantages over Kess in that he can do things off his turn where she can't. Sure. Or the paradox engine just goes ape crazy with him, but sure. I don't use, I, I, that's every deck, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but he lacks red and red's not even really like a color you need to be going out of your way for in commander, <laughs> but it is another color. You have more options. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So there's one example there. Um, also, um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's more mana too. So there's another one's holding him back, but yeah, she's, she's just to me, better competition than he is because of the, because of that that fact that she has an extra color but then when you talk about comparing rune to brago i don't think it really works 
for the for the color thing, right? No, it doesn't. Like if Brago had green, he'd be busted. Brago would he already be is busted. Brago would be the apex predator. Like there's just you know, add any other color and he would honestly be just like totally if it were black, like ugh, gross. Yeah, like black. I don't even know. Like I don't I don't want to think about an Esper Brago or a or a Bant Brago. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I think they appropriately like. Jeskai gave, gave him the color identity that he should have. Yeah, like in as limiting as those two colors are to what you want to do, it still just is unbelievably crazy. Just cra- it's just crazy. The guy, the guy's crazy. It, like it, it just what you can get accomplished over over a couple of attacks. So you know, yeah, exactly. God, you if could, you had red, you could buy extra combats. Like I just oh, can I, you I don't imagine? Even want to think about it. You know, like, yeah, like if <laughs> yeah, anyway, and but, there would be the mana to just do it, but yeah, so it's kind of going off what I'm finishing my thought is that for some reason, yeah, like not always does having an extra color mean the commander is stronger, it's it's just he just doesn't fit into that mold. Like, rune is, in my opinion, objectively weaker than oh, yeah, than Brago, like, like. Like I'll be honest, there are things like I said, like there there are things you can do with Rune that you just can't with Brago, but it doesn't compensate for the amount of value that you're going to get out of Brago. Right. And and so, re- really, what you're looking for here is is a deck that's just enter the battlefield tribal. That is your tribe. <laughs> ETB tribal. <laughs> like yeah, you everything that you have, everything that you need to do with a commander deck. Uh, you want to try to accomplish it with enter the battlefield effects. Um, you know, just kind of like a little bit of commander theory, I guess to, to before digging into the cards a little bit, like, like we, we, I think we've talked about this before, but like one of the challenges with, with commander is that you want to have cards that they get you more value than just a single instant. Yeah. They stick around. Right. So like if you're playing instants and sorceries, you want to have ways to twin them or you want to have ways to recast them, right? Yeah. If you're trying to get an effect, if you have an enchantment or a creature mm-hmm. that does it, does the same thing that an instant or sorcery would do, you want the enchantment or creature or artifact. And so that's kind of one of the challenges with with Commander. Like, it's finding those cards. Like sometimes you're sort of limited in trying to do that. You end up with instances and sorceries like spot removal. Oftentimes they're just, you're going to have better options. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it just needs to happen now and people can't really react to it. I mean, yeah. there's, there's advantages and disadvantages, but yeah, generally speaking, like things that you can pay the mana and now you have that as a permanent and you can keep recurring that effect just by way of untapping into your turn. Right is yeah value your expected value is higher than somebody who they get one shot at it yeah and so they have to spend a more mana and have another card to get it back you know so if when you when you're when we're thinking about brago what yeah. we're thinking of is that we're like i'm picking spells that i'm going to see the effect of this spell multiple times right okay like that's that's the whole point of this and so i'm always talking about like you got to have enchant and artifact removal well, in this deck, all of that stuff is on some kind of permanent that's going to end up on the battlefield so that I can make it leave and it comes back and does the same effect again, mm. right? Okay. So that's 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 kind of the intention. And then like everything else that I'm trying to do, so card draw, I want it to revolve around that as well. Like so something I, comes in, you draw cards. Right, exactly. Mall Drifter. 
Mole Drifter is a great example of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so just all of those things, like getting creatures, all of that kind of stuff. Like I want to, I want to have it benefit from, from enter the battlefield effects. Right. Okay. So, so let's maybe talk about ramp a little bit. All right. Um, so, so this is kind of an older pick. There's actually a, there's actually a couple cards that might be better for this that, that have come out recently. Okay. Um, but I have the, the core cartographer three and a white, uh, and it just says when core cartographer enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a planes card, put it into the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Okay. So, uh, solemn simulacrum. Yeah. Going to be doing a similar type thing where you've like a lot of non-green decks for sure. Yeah. Like you're going to be, you're using these creatures to kind of ramp your way with actual land. Okay. Um, there, there is a newer artifact, I believe if I recall from Ixalan that, uh, cause I think it's like a two mana, two converted mana cost artifact that when it enters the battlefield, you can go. Oh, you're thinking of the, um, Mycosynth Wellspring? Is that is it? Yeah, that's not new. That's not new. It was reprinted, I think, recently, actually. Yeah, that's the Mycosynth Wellspring. Yeah. So, no, it came out in Commander 2017 this year, or 2016 this year. Yeah, uh, it's so it's not a new card originally, I think. Um, but yeah, so that was actually one that I, it, it, that's what I was thinking. It was, a, it was a recent reprint, I suppose. So that, you know, similar type thing. It'd be go, go digging up mana, right? But... What's what's hugely valuable here, I think, with with Brago, like like I mentioned, each of these things are going to bring in a new land for you, but your mana rocks. So pick your mana rocks, right? Okay. Uh, your normal ones like Soul Ring, Thran Dynamo, Gilded Lotus. Uh, you know, just pick anything that comes in untapped. Yeah. So don't don't put that uh worn Power Stone in there, bruh, because. <laughs> I made the mistake of putting in a worn power stone. In yeah, this so deck. I, was, I was playing this deck while you were out of town one time, and I pulled a worn power stone. And I'm like, the lack of synergy with this goddamn card right now. Why is this in here? You like you were like so put off by that. Like you texted me. You're like, why, why is, is there a worn it? power stone in your Brago deck? And you're like, I don't know. It's that, like it doesn't make any sense for it to be it there at all because it enters yeah. the battlefield tapped. And so the reason this is important is because normally you're using these mana rocks to kind of ramp, right? Right. You're thinking like, all right, I'm just going to get there, get my shit out and move on. Like it's the, the so one power stone's stone is, not a bad no, it, mana rock, right? You can't have two soul rings, worn power stone. Yeah. Like it, it, it does its job. But the problem is, is that like you want to take advantage of it. Yeah. And you can't with him and you can't because let's say you know like you've got a gilded lotus so you go into your first main phase and you tap the gilded lotus Mm -hmm. to cast some spells and then you go attack with brago yeah and you exile the gilded lotus it comes back and you've got it set but the worn power stone it comes back tapped so it's just it's you're not getting the value out of it right however there are things like this this is an appropriate situation for putting cards like the basalt monolith yeah, because you wouldn't normally people would only put that in with like Rings of Bright Hearth because paying that cost to get the Basalt Monolith off the ground. Yeah, so the Basalt Monolith, you pay three and it says on it Basalt Monolith Monolith doesn't untap during your untap step, but you can also you tap it to add three generic mana to your mana pool, but it also has the ability you can pay three to untap it. So it's kind of like a I can invest in my future by paying to get this untapped now. But with Brago, he's like, hey, let's just get around that. I'm going to exile it, bring it back and you can tap it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might have a turn where 
Yeah, I, I guess I guess you have to kind of say again, like these aren't being this mana isn't being produced in the same phase. No, so the spells have to kind of like align with on one main phase and then the other and then the other thing is that if to say something about the monolith the basalt monolith if it's tapped at the end, second phase it won't untap when you move into your next turn right you're only really getting it in the post main phase but so, hey you're not paying to untap it exactly so it's so it's stuff like that that it's like yeah there's obviously going to be better things than the basalt monolith right. but that's one of the but it's one extra rock that you can use it gets you three colorless that's more valuable than other than it will be in other decks right right um so yeah, I mean that's kind of the idea. Like we only we've got some creatures and and other things that you're are going to get you extra land. I'm usually just a flush with mana with Brago. That's yeah. one of the, that's one of the the key things I think to this deck. Which is like, huge. Like, it's so huge to have mana advantage. It's just yeah yeah. So so as a game progresses with Brago, what should be happening is that you I am casting way more spells than everybody else. Yeah. Because I have way more mana than everyone else. A, I'm getting more lands into play because of, you know, creatures like 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 I listed off. And I'm untapping these these mana rocks, yeah. which are giving me more opportunity to cast more spells in my second main phase. But that's only possible if you can take care of your card draw, right? Like, you, you got to keep your hand full if you're going to take advantage of that mana. Um, so one of my favorites for this deck for card draw, Well of Ideas. Um, so that's five and a blue for an enchantment. It says when well of ideas enters the battlefield, draw two cards hmm. in the beginning of each other players draw step. That player draws an additional card. Oh shit. I'm giving other people extra cards. Right. Also, it says at the beginning of your draw step, draw two additional cards. So I draw three cards on my upkeep. Everybody else draws two, but also every time Brago connects, it draws you two more. It draws me two more. So if this thing's in play, uh, I should be getting five cards drawn per turn. Yeah. So it's, it's like a harder to kill mold drifter that kind of pushes the game forward a little further. Of course. Of yeah. course. I, that's, that's kind of a gitch one. I remember when that one came out, so we, we all had an argument. We had it. an argument over that, about card. that card. It was so silly. <laughs> so we had somebody in our play group that he didn't, he didn't see the, the card advantage that comes from the well of ideas. Um, this one came in Commander 2014, if I recall. Yeah, it did. Um, That's when he was playing with us. Yeah, so it was in, that was in the monocolored decks, right? Yeah, it came into Fairies. Yeah, so it was in that Teferi deck. And so, right. like, we, I, yeah, like, it, 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 it wasn't set up, situated to take advantage of it quite as badly as Brago could. Yeah. But we were, we were having that argument where he's just like, didn't, he couldn't see it. You're giving everybody else extra cards. Like, but yeah, I'm getting more than you. Well, I mean, ever flowing, what is it? Not ever flowing chalice, but there's like a, there's like a super howling mine that lets people draw two with their upkeep. Right. Like this one is just, yeah, they can draw an extra, but I draw extra two. But I'm drawing extra. Like it's a little one-sided, plus that enter the battlefield. Yeah, the ATB with It's Brago, a pretty cool card. Like I said, it's, yeah. it's five cards. And I don't know if people noticed this at first. Like, it, I don't think I did. I thought, okay, man, you're going to give us card advantage. But it's one of those sneaky politic cards where it's like, people aren't going to go out of the way to remove it. Yeah, because they're drawing cards from it. Like, like it's not a, nearly as much as you. It's not probably, even close. probably as bad as Ristic Study. Yeah. Honestly, For you. yeah, like it's a lot of mana, but hey, once it's out, it just starts filling up. I'm that gonna hand. be drawing so many cards from it. Yeah, I have, you know, 
let me ask you one of, about one of the card draw cards Do that it. I have in here because it's it doesn't actually synergize very well with Brago, and I've been considering cutting this. Okay, it's Arcanus the Omnipotent. Yeah, it doesn't synergize because the problem is that he comes in and he can't be. Then he's sick. He's sick. So because he's a creature, the reason. So here, here was my justice. I'd replace it with the one from Kaladesh. That's a good idea. It's the big mole drifter. I can't remember what she's called, but she gives you two life and two cards. I think it's like the oh yeah. Cloud. So, so it's a five. It's a cloud chaser. Cloud right? chaser. There yeah. we go. So that's actually that's actually the the one that I was considering replacing it with. Um, the the reason I have had Arcanus in the deck mm-hmm. is that it has that four mana ability of being able to return it back to my hand. Card draw is important, and I don't know. To me, I was just like, I can bring him back. Yeah. If somebody board wipes and I can still keep my card draw available to me. Yeah. I've but it just of... never turns out that way. Arcanus has been in and out of a lot of decks of mine. Um, I think he, on paper, you're thinking like, yeah, you just tap him and draw three cards like it's nuts. Like, yeah. He himself is what, five to resolve? Arcanus is six. Okay, so three so he's and six. three blue. He comes in sick. You don't get anything. Right. You upkeep into your next turn. Right. Let's say you just leave him on that turn because right. you wanted to be able to draw or instant speed. Exactly. But that means you have to leave four mana up to save him from death. Yeah. If that's like what you value in that card. Right. 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 He's just, he works extremely well in Marisil because he just gets caged by Marisil and Marisil adopts those two abilities, tap, Ooh, draw a card yeah. and bounce Marisil. Um, but yeah, even in, even in kind of like a untapped focus deck, I mean, he's crazy with like, the Seedborn Muse. Oh yeah. He's really crazy with, with the Paradox Engine again that comes up, <laughs> but just by himself, I don't know. He's kind of a, he's kind of a clunky card for sure. And in, in, in your deck, I don't, I think he's a non, I just, I just yeah, non, he just doesn't, he just doesn't really fit in. And yeah, like I've, I've struggled with that one. I know I've had Arcanus in my hand many times where I'm just like, and you hesitate every time mm-hmm. I know it. I have him always in my hand and I'm like, do I want to just resolve this guy? And it's like, there's always something I'd rather do with my mana. Well, yeah. A lot of the time. Like when you, and you, when you think about it, like for you to actually get the benefit of like, what's, what's an, what's an instant of sorcery that you can draw three cards with? Um, just draw three. Yeah. Uh, well, technically, brainstorm lets you draw three, but you have to put two back. But How, you, what's, you what's, get to see three. Yeah. What's the converted mana cost? It's one. It's one. Yeah. You get to C3. Uh, Arcanus is six. There's Jace's Ingenuity. For him to last. Which lets you just draw three cards. For for him to like get you the value above like an instant or sorcery. Yeah. Like he needs to remain out for two turns. Yeah. Well, if, really if you, three. If you're going to do it at instant speed. Yeah. And so it's But your just, will of ideas already handles that. It comes in and there's two. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives you two. And then when you upkeep, you get two more yeah it's just or no it gives you three when you drop it doesn't it no so you draw two when it enters okay and then when you upkeep you draw three (laughs) no yeah (laughs) on top of your regular draw or is it three total so you no, you draw three total oh okay you draw two extra everybody draws one extra okay yeah so it it gets you four extra and when you think here's something else i want to this is probably a good point to pause and, and note this is that Something that you should be very strategic about with Brago mm-hmm. is that you're going to take advantage of two enter the battlefields on the turn something comes in. Right. Hopefully. When you cast it and then when you attack with Brago. So if you've got Brago out and he's ready to attack and you cast Well of Ideas, right? Like, yeah, like you're going to get four cards that turn. Right. 
and then you're going to upkeep into three, like when it comes back around to your turn again. Right. Like there's just, I don't know. There's, there's some good stuff. Here's another one that I put into the, into the deck that I'm not, I'm not positive about. Because we're still on the card draw. We're still on, still on card okay, draw. Okay. What yeah. is it? So it's Dovin Ban or Ban. I don't know. Oh, the planeswalker. Planeswalker. Okay. So his middle ability is to go down one mm-hmm. and you gain two life and draw a card. Okay. Um, so I put him in here actually for a couple of purposes because he also has the like, uh, he he his ultimate is down seven. You get an emblem with your p- opponents can't untap more than two permanents during their untap step. God. So it's multifaceted, but it's an emblematic or an emblem st- static orb. Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah. So so if you're running stacks, like it might be a consideration. He here's why I kind of picked him is because with Brago you can do those down with your uh, planeswalkers Mm -hmm. and then you can reset them with Brago, right? As if you didn't remove loyalty counters from them. Well, they cut. Yeah. I mean, they return to, so they come back to their like cast spit state, right? Um, I don't, I don't know. I haven't actually had a chance to use him. He's a more recent ad, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense on paper. uh, What you'd be doing with him. So yeah, like that's, those are those are big setup components. Uh card draw, ramp, those mana rocks, and you're gonna get a lot of advantage out of those things. But it still kind of begs the question of like none of this wins me the game, right? Right. <laughs> what yeah. Let me I don't know. Let me ask you, Andy, like when I'm doing this kind of stuff, like what are you thinking in your head? I think originally I didn't think a lot of it. Um because the cards aren't I don't know. You just don't notice. Like you don't really announce what's going on. Like, and I will draw three cards. You kind of like, I'm going to hit and reset this. And then you draw three cards. Like you just resolve the effect. Cause you already told us what it does the first time you shot yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Which maybe I need to be better about that. Just telling people like I'm drawing three cards on yeah. my upkeep because of the well of ideas. Right. Like so far, like if this is as far as the game is advanced, like you've resolved a bunch of card draw card, draw E permanence, some rampy stuff and some artifacts. I don't think, I think people don't see it as holy shit yet because not mm-hmm. a lot's happening to them. Your commander only deals like one damage. Right. 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 Um, a lot of this is just you filling up your, your side of the board. Yeah. With exactly. stuff that, that's just giving you more mana, more cards. I think people aren't super like, you know, I mean, when there's other threats at the table, you know, like if Brad resolves Saskia and names you mm-hmm. and the, yeah that's going to be like a point of concern like yeah you're going to get your mana and you're get you're going to get your cards but i'm going to get like stomped on by this guy <laughs> you know or you know it's just it's it's just hard to keep up with where the deck is going you sure, know sure unless you see the it's end game so if you had never played this deck before i don't think it's going to stick out as oh shit but if you know where where we're headed right then yeah so now as as an experienced brago opponent <laughs> i know that all of these things doesn't doesn't bode well and that's true for every deck. A lot of mana, a lot of cards, like, you know, most decks are going somewhere, but this one is just like, you know, you, you're, you're going to think like, well, I'm drawing cards too. And I'm, I'm, I'm resolving stuff too. And I'll have answers when it comes down. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like he, you, you put out a lot and you recover really well too. Yeah. With this deck. Well, because I mean, I'll put it out there. Like one of the things about Brago is that like, you are very prone to board wipe type spells, be it creatures 
uh, enchants artifacts. Bane so of like, progress. Yeah, bane of progress is is really rough because there are a lot of them in this deck. Like there's yeah. there's fourteen artifacts and ten enchantments in my current build. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's rough. Funny. So so here's the funny thing is that like a, a lot of my deck like there's the things that I can I can definitively say are going to hasten this to a quick win. There's only a, a few spells. Okay, what are they? Really though? do that? Where you're like, okay, I'm coming in. I'm yeah, going like, in. So, so one of them is, and it takes like it takes a turn or two, I think, for people to kind of see it. I suppose. Okay. <clears throat> um, the Geist Honored Monk is is one that I think is that's where I'm gonna like I'm actually gonna get some damage. Yeah, going out yeah. of this. So it's two or it's three and two white, um, vigilant, and it's. It says its power and toughness are each equal to the number of creatures you control. And it also says when it enters the battlefield, put two one one white spirit creature tokens with flying onto the battlefield. Okay. So again, like I said, the turn you cast, and then if you've got Brago out, um so you're gonna you should end up with four spirits the turn she comes out, right? Yeah. A lot of blockers. So now all of a sudden she's at the, you know, because Brago's out as well, she's at least a six, six. You've got a lot of spirits. She's um, your non-white grave Titan. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And then, it, you know, like if you've, I've got the Stryonic Resonator in the deck. Or non-black grave Titan. So, uh, Duh. oh yeah. Yeah. Like two tokens coming in with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, something like that, like getting bodies. Another one is the wing rock mate. Um, what does that one do again? So it's it's all, same converted mana cost exactly. So it's three and two white. Um, it's a flying bird. It's three four. It has raid. So when it enters the battlefield, if you attacked with a creature, uh, put a three four white bird creature token onto the battlefield. So th- stuff like this is just like I need to start building up bodies to attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is kind of the idea. Right. The big one though uh, is is the mere battle sphere. Yeah. Um. Cause in this deck, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get a lot of mirrors. It's gonna get out of control, right? Uh, if if you don't know the card, it's seven generic. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you bring in four one one colorless mirror mire artifact creature tokens. Um, when the mirror battle sphere attacks, you may tap X untapped mirror mirror you control, and if you do, mirror battlefield gets mirror. Mere battle sphere gets plus X plus zero until the end of turn, and it deals X damage to defending player. Uh, again, this is probably coming out after Brago's set and ready to attack. So you've it just got rolls over people. You've that got thing. eight. Yeah, that thing is crazy. Mirrors on your on the turn it comes out. Yeah, right. So by the time you're ready to attack with that thing, oh, you know, like it's it's so that one's that one is usually pretty clear to people. Like, okay, Kyle's going to start ending people. Yeah. Uh, but being as how there's not that many ways for me to actually really ramp up. Like, I mean, I've got, I've got 26 creatures. Like I can do some combat damage. Yeah. Um, like there's a decent, so I, I've got some clones like clever impersonator in there. Um, pick your, pick your permanent. You'd like to clone, you know, so, so I can benefit from other people's, what other people are playing. Uh, what's what's well, yeah, I've got the the Phyrexian metamorph as well you yeah know? so so there's there's um and the Phyrexian ingester for that matter like exiling stuff that you one's know, a good card so it's, it's a blue duplicate I like yeah, that card yeah I mean du- a lot of people have duplicate on their on their deck list and and I have no argument with that I've just 
I just haven't ever put it in this deck list. Hmm. Um, you know, so there's other things like I can take advantage of what other people are doing. You know, you got, you got your Eldrazi. Cool. Let me exile it with a cheap, less than 30 cent card from new Phyrexia. Right. And I will just, uh, I'll just get a big body from it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean like there, there's that kind of stuff, but, uh, where this deck I think gets really powerful is, you know, like I described the mana setting up like the mana ramp and the rocks mm-hmm. taking advantage of that. So the question becomes, how do I sit, take, take advantage of that? Like, well, we're going to do some stacks kind of stuff. By God, you're going to do some stacks. Yeah. <laughs> so to put it out there, um, yeah, don't, don't play stacks if you want to be well liked. Right. Right. It's definitely on the, you can't be loved, but only no, it's, feared Machiavellian side. Right. It, it's true. And so, so this, this probably necessitates going back a little bit i did not build brago with stacks originally yeah like this deck did not have that stuff um because it didn't need it right well at the time it didn't need it at the time like like i was i was doing well so i guess i guess another piece to to add to this is there's there's some really fun removal i suppose in the deck as well Mm -hmm. um so there's cards like mana war just sort of embody this like it it, it's just a two and a blue it's a jellyfish when it enters the battlefield return target creature to its owner's hand uh you know reflector mage does the same thing but makes it so they can't cast that thing on their next turn yeah that one's really rough to deal with um especially early on like if you get it going early yeah that was that was the last time i played with this i got that thing out early and it just locked me out. Just locked you and Tiff out, I think. It made yeah. it so that the two of you couldn't really do anything. Um, you know, so there so there's there are those kinds of things in there, but then like that's how I was managing the game. Right. Was with that kind of stuff. Like, okay, I can send stuff back to people's hands, I can keep the game going at my pace. Because obviously, with not having like it's blue white, like I'm not gonna have I'm not be gonna be able to aggro people out. Yeah, that's not a possibility. Short of those cards you mentioned, the two. Yeah, I mean, like, there, there's just not the odds of me getting there. Like, I need time to draw into that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I need to work my game to get there. So then people started getting getting wise to your act a little bit. Yeah, they got wise to it. It's like, okay, Kyle's gonna dig deep into his library. He's gonna cast a lot of spells because he's producing way more mana than the rest of us. Right. Uh. So yeah, like it got hard to play Brago because people just get on you. Yeah, they just be like, well, we just gotta like kill his ass. Right. And, and so that was kind of the case. And so it kind of became this thing of like, okay, what I need to do is I need to set up some of these, these pieces that I have, you know, something that sends people's creatures back to their hands or their mm-hmm. permanents back to their hands. Um, stuff that allows me to get extra mana or reset my mana, uh, and then lock it, lock the game. Right. Deny people the, the resources they're, yeah, just deny them because you can you'll still get access to it. Yeah, exactly. Because like becomes asymmetric. I, I haven't I haven't shared a couple cards to this point, kind of intentionally, because okay. they're specifically for this I mean, I use them earlier just because there's a lot of benefit from them, but they're right. probably some of the most beneficial if you're playing a stacks Brago. Okay. Uh so there's Palancron. God. Five and two blue. 
uh, flying when Palancron comes into play, untap up to seven lands. It also has uh, pay two and then two blue and return Palancron to its owner's hand. It it resets the, the mana. card is unreal. Yeah, like it, the card is just unreal. It Commander. resets the mana that you spent to get it out. Yeah. Right. And not only that, but you can jump it back to your hand. And you can jump it back to your hand. Even absent your commander. <laughs> Ugh, he's just unreal. And so, so yeah, like people want to get rid of Palancron when they see it. Oh, uh, yeah. And sorry, you're probably not going to get that opportunity unless I'm super greedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great Well does the same thing with the exception of it can't be, you can't return it back to your hand. Yeah. Um, there's other cards that do this, like the Peregrine Drake. Um, those are the two that I have in my deck. Uh, you know, like it, it, what you're doing with that is that like, I get out some card, I get out a card, like, I don't know what, what's, what's one of them. Like, let's, let's say stasis. This is a really, really bad. Yeah. This is a really hard lock. This one. So it's two and a blue for an enchantment that says players skip their untapped steps. God, you, oh my God. Hail Satan. Now, at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice stasis unless you pay a blue. <laughs> so you have to figure out a so way to get that. I have to like... pay my blue mana in order to keep this enchantment. Yeah, but with all of this stuff going on, right? But yeah, like let's say I just so happen to have like Palancron and one or two of my mana rocks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have access to a wealth of mana on my turn. Yeah. We're talking at least... 10 and then yeah, one scenario. island ready pretty much to pay the cost and then away you go after that so i get to keep playing magic yeah right while everybody else doesn't untap anything not to mention that brago attacking also untaps my it's just so creatures oh right my god yeah so it's so, so strong so this is kind it's of so... the aim here is that like you're you're getting people into a position that like they can't grind forward stasis is a bad one that most of them aren't going to lock down everything whatever um you know so there's so there's ones like the winter orb right as long as it's untapped players can't untap more than one land during their untapped steps so they get to untap lands and they are one land and they get to untap their creatures right so Yeah, like there, but the point being that, like, for Brago to get his footing, and I'm like, it's all out. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what Brago does, right? Like everybody's seen a Brago deck. I love how people who play these cards have to explain them away. Like, well, I, mean, I know, too. right? I mean, you, I mean, you knew this was going to happen. I mean, well, you know. so here's the thing: is that I ha- like I have a, I have an attachment to Brago, right? Right. Like I've scrapped decks. I've let go of decks, but. I've had Brago for a long time. When was Conspiracy? When was that? It was a while ago. That was, yeah. that was several Three, years, years ago. ago. Like that's a, this is a deck that stuck around for quite a while. And I, I don't know. I plugged that stuff in to like try and make it. Yeah. I think make you were, work. I, th- I think you were playing it pretty early. Like I don't, I don't, I remember like when it was first being played, it didn't rise to the tier that it is now of just like competitive commanders. Right right away i think some people had the intuition for it but eventually like it became like okay wait he's actually really really strong if you can figure him this way yeah and you knew about that for a while and kept you know the stasis the winter orb the static orb the tangle wire all these things that do the same thing denying denying your your opponents their ability to untap their stuff and get their resources um you avoided that for a while but then the other half of the deck is, is just, it's just too good. 
Right. You know, like these these cards actually like throttle that down a little bit. You're not able to do yeah, a lot. Yeah, because I had I had to remove things yeah. from the deck to make room for for a stack. Right. Suite. So if everyone makes makes a point <coughs> to wait and to remove your stuff, specifically your 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 locks, right? Yeah. Uh, they let you off the gate too. Like, like you're now you get your own, your untap step back. And we didn't wait. We didn't put our removal into your card draw engine or your. And I and I think that's the thing about it that's so it's just, rough. Right? Yeah, it's what's really rough is that pretty much it's like if somebody's going to target anything of yours, they. I don't know. It's really hard to prioritize one thing or the other. Do I get the rid commander. of his card draw engine, <laughs> or what's giving him the tokens, or what's giving him more mana, or do I get rid of the lock? Like, let's say I have a removal that could handle any of that, right? Uh huh. Which rarely that I had that that I can do all of that, but sure. Yeah, I remember like the I, I remember the first time you played Stasis. Mercifully, I had a freaking um, <laughs> I think it was a reclamation stage, and I had held up three mana. Oh right! And we went around the table, and it's like everyone was just everyone just could not believe it. Like they were like, "Why? What is that? Like, are you fucking serious?" Yeah, because I, I don't think anybody's played. So we haven't seen this kind of stuff since you played Derevi, right? And I got rid of that deck because it just infuriated. Yeah, because at people. that again, Derevi was from from Commander twenty fourteen. Was in yeah. the same deck as Rune. Yeah, speaking um, of, yeah, and uh, honestly, like I mean, Derevi's better. I don't think so. You don't uh, think so? No, I don't think. I mean, you could put Brago in Derevi. Yeah, I don't know. Derevi. Maybe, maybe it was just my experience because you locked us like every time you played that deck. Like that was. You yeah, didn't Derevi's, play Stasis. Derevi's pretty. Yeah, I I didn't even do that. I was like, I'm not going to do that one. Yeah, that I, like, I'm immoral, and I decided yeah, to just put Stasis in my deck. Yeah, but like yeah, hell, Satan. <laughs> um, yeah, I, they're, they're comparable. You know, there's a list of stacks commanders out there. Like some commanders lend themselves better to stacks than others. Some, but Brago's definitely Derevi and Brago are definitely near the the upper crust of those commanders for sure. So right. I don't know. Right? I, maybe I just didn't have the things going on. Um, I mean, it's been a long time. It. Like you could sure. probably build that deck better than you had it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot more about the game now than when I when I was piloting it. But yeah, these are just. You know, I think be, the 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 stacks package in this deck has become necessary because absent it, everyone's just going to they're just going to do everything they can to take you down. It's you kind know? of and you can't work fast enough to to win. Yeah, it's, you need to delay it a little bit. Exactly. It's kind of like. I don't know, like there's this part of me that wants to call it the Kalia effect. Yeah. But in, insert like really strong commander's name here mm -hmm. you know i think gisella gets this um yeah just stuff some stuff like they can't stay on board like yeah like there, get rid of it. There, there's commanders that just like people just as soon as they see the commander they don't like even if you've never played with this person before yeah they see the commander and they're just coming for you because right. they know what the deck is capable of whether or not you've built it that way yeah and they won't and, believe you if you tell them like, oh, yeah, I don't have curiosity in my Niv Mizzet deck. Right, right. It's like, yeah, right, dude. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to let you go off like that. Here we go. You know? And Brago, like, he, this is with the stacks. Because these 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 cards aren't high in mana cost. They can come out early and bog down the game early. Yeah, you like, know? For, for me, it's like, I, I, won't, I won't cast them until I have a couple things in place. Well, yeah. In order to like for me to get it get around them, right. obviously. Like that's the key to stacks. Yeah. But uh yeah, they are cheap. 
Like the winter orb is two mana. Yeah. It's you know, two like mana. the static orb is three. Right. Um, it's just, you know, like their stasis, like I said, was two. Like they, they are cheap. Um, I've got the Horkori dust drinker in here as well. <laughs> yeah. That one's really like awesome. It's, it's four. When and you it's, can't untap anything. Right. Um, like, you know, so th- those things are there. Uh, I also, I also had to put in, like when I initially built this deck, I didn't have a counter, uh, like a, a set of counter spells in it either. Like, but I had to put that in because like, A, I've got to get these stacks things in place. Mm-hmm. B, they can't go away. They can't go away. I right. have to stop you if you're going to do it. Oh, it's so annoying. It's so annoying getting countered when you have stacks in place because you wasted all this mana to try to remove the lock. Yeah, that was what it's tapped. That was what happened last time I played Brago was I got out. I got out uh, the reflector mage early. Yeah. Um, I think I got out one more thing that was removal as well. It may have been like mana war or (laughs) yeah, or or something something. like that. But I was just sending a lot of stuff back to people's hands. Mm -hmm. I got stacks in place and then you I forget what it was. I, yeah, I countered you. You you went to go remove one of my like, and you just stopped it. Yeah, I, that's I, when I started telling everybody like, we just got to give them the game. Like we can we can grind this out if we want, but we're not going to. I mean, it wouldn't have been bad it. because I did have the wingmate rock, and I was I was I was going to have bodies like, and you guys weren't going to ever have any bodies. I was going to attack you like. So is the namesake stacks card in your deck? Is smoke stacks? Smo- so yeah, I was going to say like we should probably talk about smoke okay. stack. So it actually is in the deck. Um. Let's read it here. So it's it's four mana. During your upkeep, you may put a soot counter on smokestack. During each player's upkeep, that player sacrifices a permanent for each soot counter on smokestack. So, so this in combination with the mana the the resource denial, it just it's it's just fucking oppressive. And it right. gets worse and worse and worse. Right. Because you you're not have like because you're the last one to do it. Well, no, you're the first one, right? No, it's on your upkeep. You get this. Oh, it's beginning. Okay, you're right. That's yeah. And then the guy after you has to start sacking. So, anyways, like, and the other, yeah, (laughs) it's just a, it's just a funny thing. It's an awful thing, actually. Yeah, funny because because you have your you have your mana tapped, right? Like you're like you're saying, and you have to make a decision. Like, okay, am I going to sacrifice? I haven't been able to cast things the last couple turns. Right. So stuff staying in your hand. So am I going to, you know, I got to start sacking land. I got to start right. sacking creatures that yeah. I put out there that were integral to my game plan. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. So I, so I want to get your, your take on how you play against this. And then maybe we can talk about some stuff that I didn't put into this deck. Okay. So if you're going to go up against a Brago deck, um, I would make the assumption that they have these things in it because any google search these this these will be on there it right. surfaces to the top now yeah. when, I was, when i was kind of doing research i'm like brago stacks is like the the way people play that's it. what people are doing right um yeah aside from just killing brago as soon as you can and as often as you can um there's a few cards that that seem to slow it down a lot um but a lot of them like it might depend on your strategy too so uh one of the cards that I, I like a lot is Torpor Orb. Yeah. It's two mana, and it just denies ETB effects. Absolutely. So creatures Absolutely. enter the battlefield do not it. trigger anything. There's also a creature that does the same thing, which is called Hushwing Griff, which I think is actually Flash, isn't it? It can actually come out as a surprise. Wait, yeah, so let me look that one up. Yeah, so I think you're right. Those effects, though, um, 
if your deck is relying on a lot of enter the battlefield triggers, so like if you're playing like a Karatter or a Marin, um, Hushwing Griff is is flash. Yeah. By the way, if you're playing Karatter or Marin, they probably want those enter the battlefield triggers, right? Most commanders do. Yeah, I use them because I don't really use a lot of creatures. You know, sure. And when I do, I'm usually trying to bet on their activated abilities. <laughs> so it's usually really good for me even when brog is not around right yeah, like it's gonna be because most people like, yeah it I shuts think, off the mirror it shuts off the karater it shuts off a lot of stuff i don't have to think about i think a lot of decks to some degree they're going to utilize into the battlefield right like yeah you know sakura tribe elder yeah right? the other one is the containment priest which goes along with the torpor orb if you're having things come in and out of your graveyard yeah i don't know about the the containment priest but she will just hose the brago the Brago player, right? Yeah. So yeah. What does it do? It just says if a creature enters a battlefield from anywhere that wasn't your hand, it no, just goes so, into exile. So Torpor right? Orb is creatures, but Containment Priest... Is just permanent? Um, I believe... Let me... Oh, it's... It, okay, yeah, it's non-token creatures. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. So For some reason, my brain was thinking, I'm like, one of them does, like, permanence. So, but, yeah, and she's Flash. So when, he, yeah. when the Brago player goes to reset his creature line, you just respond with flashing her in and they just get sucked into her void right brago including if he did reset brago right. which a lot of the times the brago player will do that because he's a flying blocker at the very least right he has a fat bottom he's a two four yeah so like so you're, you're gonna be able to not block all the time but a lot of the time he'll try to reset him and the way to do that is it goes into exile and as it comes back in it just gets swallowed up by her right and then if if they're like you they're they're uh <laughs> Yeah, they're probably trying to figure out a way to get rid of her. Um, unless, yeah, this is if you make it through their counter wall. This is if you, I, I don't know. I, I, think if this, I think if the locks go up, I don't know, it might be too late. Like if the Braga player finally makes a lock, mm-hmm. like if you haven't had those answers ready to go, um, yeah, you better have like artifact and enchant removal. Uh, don't ever tap out if you don't have these cards ready to go. Oh, yeah. Because if you do. Because you're going to have a point where you're just, you're locked. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to get through their counter wall if the if the deck is heavily have like got a lot of counter counter magic. I, like I, and I will say most most that you're probably going to come up against are going to have more counter spells than I do. Right. I have enough that I should I should come into them. Each, you know, come into one or two each game. Right. So I'm like, I'm just like for stuff like this. Yeah. For people trying to push back like it. Um, Permit ways to permanently remove Braga would be ideal. So something like, um, or not permanently, but make it very hard to get get it get it back, get him get it back mm-hmm. into the zone or back into play. So like imprisoned in the moon, um, dryad, or song of the dryads, lignify, yeah. uh, dark steel mutation. Dark steel mutation is it makes him have to remove artifact, and it you know like he's just it's just not available to him. And while he's down, you need to start rushing him. Don't think like. Oh yeah, he's the Braga player's down. I'm not going to kick him while he's down. No, that's the only time to do it because as soon as he gets back online, he can resolve all these other permanents right. and not have access to his commander. And the second his commander comes back available to him, he's just going to be out the gate again. The floodgates mm-hmm. reopen. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, I hate to say it, but this is one of those guys that it's like, you just got to go after them. That ha- has to happen. You got to yeah. keep their life total within striking distance and maybe try to convince the other players at the table who either they are aware of where this direction, this this deck is going or or not right they'll know right away once the stacks go or once the locks go into place and smoke oh, sacks yeah. comes online and all these other things like they'll agree with you next game <laughs> gang up on this guy you know 
I yeah, play this really deck infrequently enough that I think people have a short memory with it at times. Like, I mean, for the most part, everybody kind of knows like, okay, Brago's tough. Yeah. But those, those like specific things you're talking about, it seems like those kind of get a little forgotten. Yeah. I'll piss you off when you play it. I won't let you do fuck all. I, no, I'll, you, I'll point you, all my, all my, you kill Brago. Control. Yeah. I won't you, waste like, time with it. Yeah. You don't have problem with it. I, I remember a game a while back where like I got Brago out because I just, I, some of the stuff I had in my hand was like, more converted mana cost than him. And so I was just like, I get a little greedy where I want to ha- take advantage of them. want having two things on the turn. They, I cast them like I cast them. Then he sets them. Mm-hmm. And so I got him out and you cast a flesh bag Marauder. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Cause he was the only thing I had. He was the only creature I had out. Yeah. <laughs> so I, put, just, I pushed him back into the zone and kind of like, slowed well, your roll a little that's, bit. That definitely did it. Cause, and you, and I remember bringing that up with you and you're like, yeah, I, I saw that come out and I was just like, I'm getting rid of him. <laughs> yeah, it was too good. Fleshbag Marauder is a really good card. Um, but yeah, I, I, I won't let it set up. I try to just keep it down. And yeah, sometimes I lose to some other guy because he's just kind of piggybacking my focus. Sure. But it's like, what? Sometimes that's what you get for being the smarter player, right? Yeah. You like, get- you know what the threats are. And you deal with it while other people just let you deal with it. Right. Brad complains just, about that all the time. Oh, he, yeah. He always complains about, well, how come no one has any removal? It's like, we have an extremely re- removal heavy meta. That's a lot of the reason why the stacks thing happened and the, the locks right. came up and counter magic is like become more and more prevalent is because, yeah, we, we, ha- we remove everything. We've got removal, like just loaded full of our decks are full of everybody's. Yeah. And, I, I but think- sometimes there's a gap and. Yeah, and oh, there shit. are. It better not be the Brago that's flying through that <laughs> keyhole of like no one's drawing into the removal. Right, you know, exactly. It's, it's really it's so it's so tough to deal with him. Um, but yeah, kill him often. Remove those cards that I mentioned, but I don't know if they're going to help a lot of people because they might be using the same the, kind of strategies. Yeah, I mean those are ones. I think those ones are are and ones yeah. you have to be careful about. They may be meta picks, and don't feel bad about rushing them. Yeah. Just don't. They'll freak out. You know, because you ha- they haven't set up their thing. And a lot of it is kind of innocuous to start. Like, it's a Thran Dynamo. Well, yeah. yeah and you know, it's a Well of Lost Dreams. It's like, yeah. Like, none, none yeah, of it no. really is that big of a deal in isolation. But that's Commander. But in the deck. Yeah. And in concert with everything else in the deck. Ugh. Right. Um, so, we... I, I don't I don't know like we we kind of have a thing about infinite combos and I don't know that I've really gauged how other people feel about infinite combos like I've in gone general. I've gone off a couple times and you get people that just kind of like roll their eyes and scoop you know like they sure. had a plan and you just took it away sure and the game's over um if it was something that rolled you into a win condition and then you as the player the guy who ca- that man like at least for me I don't know how if a lot of people feel this way, but when I resolve an infinite, I feel pretty shitty. Yeah. And I go, I, I go, eh, yeah, I, I don't know how really our anticlimactic. I don't know how our listeners feel about infinite combos. You know, I don't, I don't know if they're into it or not. Like maybe, maybe some people are, I, I know that I think they're a necessary evil in some decks. I think that if the deck's purpose is to go infinite, I don't know. I have this, I have to second guess why that deck exists. However, as an alternative win con, um, so I'll give you I'll give an example. Brad's Grenzo list, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, there's only so long the Grenzo list can go. His Grenzo Dungeon Warden. Right? Sure. He's not doing Doomsday Grenzo, yeah. which is what everybody else out there is yeah. probably doing with their Grenzo deck. But he ain't doing that. He's just trying to get cool stuff into play. And, yeah. You know, he's trying to have just fun, crazy Grenzo time, right? Yeah, exactly. But he wants to win. So he does have... Uh, some things that could probably go. So yeah, right? like the Kiki Jiki. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's got like a he's got the the lightning graft or Kiki Jiki thing going on. Like he he ha- he has a couple ways to just shut the game down. Sure, right? sure. If he digs into it, so that I think is kind of a ne- it's necessary. It's an alternative what we call an alternative win con, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if the deck's sole purpose is to get into an infinite or get as many infinites out. I don't know. Like that might that might depend on you and your and your play group. Right? Yeah. I so I like I posted our our most recent episode where we talk about like our our idea for two headed giant. Yeah. Right? I like I posted that on Reddit. Kind of was asking people on Reddit like, what have you done to play two headed giant with commander decks? Okay. What was, what and was like, the response of that? I wonder. So there were some people that were like, first guy was all like, uh, heartless hit at Sugu like, just nerfs the format right that's true it does because they both lose half their life and it's <laughs> right just done. so it's just over right it's like okay fair that's a pretty easy one to just say not allowed in our like in our house rule whatever sure somebody else got talking about they were playing in like a a competitive two-headed giant commander like tournament damn when i was kind of like whoa <laughs> that's pretty nuts they did like a Anyways, he he's got talking about it and like, you know, like there's decks where they were just they were designed to kind of like cover each other's back until one of them well, combed off. Yeah. And it was to, designed to do it by like, you know, maybe turn 5 at the latest. And like so I I don't know. I don't find that fun. Like you set up a commander game, you shuffle your deck, you get well, all Well, he you, I guess he prefaced that it was a competitive thing. It was a competitive term, yeah. tournament. So in that context, I'm like, I, I get it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> That's what you're get doing. That, get that heartless head 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 at Teku out yeah, there. Yeah, like go do it. But yeah. uh in the context of like casual format at home. You're playing with people that you want to hang out with and not send them home. I think I have I think I have Brago about as as competitive as I would feel okay making him absent the infinites. So I I can kind of go infinite with because I did put um I did put the strionic resonator in here, right? You bastard. But have I ever done that, Andy? I haven't seen you do it. Uh, like I just I I I don't know. I have this thing. Wait, was that I, the game where Brad got fucking pissed because you didn't do no, it? No, that was with my Fen Fenax deck. Okay, okay, because he like lost his shit. Cause I, that you I didn't go infinite. Yeah. Cause I, I have this, so I have this kind of weird yeah, policy for that. myself that like, if there are cards that are really good for the deck, I don't have a problem putting them in, mm-hmm. but if there are, you know, like if there is a potential infinite combo in the deck, I'll usually hold one of the pieces in my hand. Okay. So yeah, you really don't like going infinite. I just, sounds like I, I, so like with Stryonic resonator, so it's two and then it says pay two mana and tap it. Copy target triggered ability you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. Okay. Well, so you're going to copy, you know, what's happening with, with Brago, right? Right. His triggered ability is when he hits. Right. Okay. So then you reset everything, including the resonator, because you had to tap to do that. Right. Use one of your mana rocks. So you can get infinite mana, right? Like if you want to, like if you're using like a, 
a basalt monolith or thran dynamo, whatever. Okay. You're going to get, you, you get infinite mana, right? Um, the one, the one that I could possibly do, this is one that I've always, I've had in my hand a few times when we've played is, is doing that with the spine of saw. Okay. Because basically in addition to just doing stacks, you can destroy all the permanent, every permanent. Right. At that point, it's just kind of like uh, Kyle wins. Yeah. Cause we're all starting from the beginning. I don't know. Honestly, I'd rather that hap- go down than us trying to crawl out of your stasis locks. Do you think so? I don't know. Maybe give us a couple turns, but then after a while, like just be like, I'm not seeing results <laughs> and then just blow up everything. I'd be like, are you guys done? You know, <laughs> I'd rather that happen. Okay. You know, That's I don't interesting. know. Some people get this whole, like, don't, don't, don't take that away from me, but I'd rather just scoop up and play another game. Yeah. I mean, that's looking like no, that's usually what ends up happening with this deck. Let's be honest. Like it's like, it's going to take probably two or three or four turns for Kyle to end everybody's life actually. Right. Like, but we see it's coming. Right. Uh, you know, like you can also do like the infinite mana thing with, with, uh, Palancron, right? Yeah. Anything with Palancron, it's like prepare your ass. Cause if, they, can, if Palacron's in the deck, just prepare your ass. Yeah. That's all I can say. That yeah. thing is so, just freaking nuts. So that's there. There's also this really convoluted thing you can use to, to exile stuff permanently with like an oblivion ring okay. or a detention sphere. Okay. Uh, cards like that. It, it, it's actually kind of hard for me to wrap my brain around. So like cards like Oblivion Ring, they have like an enter the battlefield and a leave the battlefield sure. trigger, right? Right. So the enter the battlefield is you exile somebody else's thing. Okay. And it remains in exile until the Oblivion, Oblivion Ring leaves play. Okay. Right? So what you kind of have to do is like, if you just use Brago, you're okay. really just changing what you're exiling, right? right. Like, oh, I exiled this yeah, creature they go in and out of the ring pretty much. So, okay. but now somebody else has something else more threatening. So I want to use the oblivion ring to handle that. So I'm going to let your thing come back. That's how it functionally goes. If you're just Only using doing Brago, just doing Brago. But okay. if you have other things um, that allow you to flicker in response, so you're utilizing the stack, right? Not to be confused with smokestack. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're using the stack. So before it's so before okay. that actually goes off, you're putting on top of the stack that your other flicker trigger, another flicker trigger. Okay. So that when that thing goes to happen with Brago's ability, exiles their permanent, their thing's already gone. But like their thing's it gone. Just can't find itself. Yeah, it can't find it. Okay. That's that's a weird it's like like the fiend hunter, right? Fiend yeah, hunter, fiend hunter does a similar type thing with a sack outlet. Okay. Yeah. Huh. It it it's kind of convoluted. I don't do it. Uh, that's I, not an infinite though, is it? No, it's not infinite, but what I'm just saying is that's another thing I don't have in the deck. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. What other infinites am I missing here, Andy? I don't know, man. I, I, the ones I know don't involve this kind of thing. Like I can tell you the fire mind foresight combo <laughs> if you want. That's so, my bad. I mean, like we can just go down the line with things like this. Like we could go. We, we, I mean, go with, go down the line with like infinite removal or, or just get infinite mana, infinite mana, infinite tokens. If you want a way to get infinite turns. Uh, you know what? I haven't looked into that. I'm not an extra turn taking kind of guy. Yeah, probably. There probably is probably. I, I don't know. Yeah. You guys tell us, I don't know. Okay. Um, but these aren't in your deck. They're not in my deck. I'm just, so, so I, my point in saying that is that like, 
there are people that are going to be out there and be like, well, you could do this and this and this. Like, yeah, I know. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm drawing the well, line. Do you think you ever will? I. <laughs> what would it do if I made Brago worse? So I feel like we have an arms race coming on after that last talk with Brad. So he went back and like You're poured right. some money he into Prosh. Put Prosh together. And decided like that was going to be his his guy. And I decided to not take Yisan apart. <laughs> and I think I think there's going to be a night where we're going to we, all play these. We things. have all of our like higher ended tuned up, you know, hot rod, hot rod commanders. And I think, yeah, it's going to be become pretty obvious who, who's got the real, you know, Prosh is going to be rough. Yeah. Cause Prosh it's going to happen rough. fast. Bra- Brago is another one like that's going to be rough. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. And I, I hate to be that guy, but somebody at the tables is going to be in between all of that. Cause we're not going to do this with just the three of us. Like somebody's just going to be in the middle of it. <laughs> you know who that is. I don't know. Maybe Cameron, Cameron's redoing Tassiger and it sounding like that's, that could be pretty good. Going to be pretty tuned up. He's got like, we haven't Palin seen Kong Cody in a while, it. but he's got his, uh, what's his God deck. Um, he's got crew fix God of horizons, which I think he says is pretty mean, but I think it really, it's his, uh, it's his scion of the Ur dragon. Oh, if he upgraded the mana base in it. It's, yeah, it's, it's running off of like 100% tap lands right now, I think is what he told me, besides the basics. Sure. Uh, but yeah, if he tools that up. But well, that's what I'm saying is like with this arms race coming, maybe I need maybe to do you that. will eventually go, okay, even with the stacks and with my whatever, I'm taking all the cute tokens and I'm just going to freaking yoke out an infinite and that's it. That you may know? be the case because <laughs> I don't know. it. It's, God, I don't want to go that direction, though. I know, because what I'm thinking is I'm like, this this deck kind of like is at the ceiling of power that I feel okay with. But by the same token, I think we've been kind of identifying something in our play group that like we well, need to... Got different power decks. We need to play the know? decks that are, are approximate with each other. Yeah. Otherwise, people are going to have a bad time. The, the guy who wins has a bad time. Well, yeah. with us. We get like the... He just walks out and okay, you know, but then everyone's just like, okay, looking yeah. sideways at him right glaring and you feel like you do you feel bad you're like shit i didn't mean to just like stomp your asses right but your deck was like you know just, people were playing their cat tribal whatever and the other guy was playing his like i don't know depala vehicles like run you <laughs> over with vehicles thing like he really they weren't really like sitting down going okay i'm I'm ready to deal with a high power commander and then somebody right. busts out prosh and just wipes the table with everybody's right. deck that so, prosh actually that scares me yeah prosh is prosh is really really cool but yeah, I feel like eventually if that happens where you're like, okay, I need to tool this thing up, that's where it'll go. But then it'll be like, okay, and that's the only capacity I can play it in. Well, yeah, and I think that's the thing. These other guys are present with their super powerful But let's deck. be honest, like that's already so kind of where this deck is, is like. Yeah, you hardly ever play I, it. I don't play it that often because it, when is it matched up? Like, I don't know. We don't, I don't think we match up powerful decks against each other ever. We haven't really been trying to do that until just recently where we told ourselves, okay yeah but you know a lot of the time because we're constantly tweaking and we're constantly building new commanders like everybody yeah it's hard for us to kind of figure out like yeah that's true because you know, we've all gotten like in new concert, decks that we're trying to premiere and like yeah they may not be i don't really know you know yeah yeah that's what good it point. can and can't do and what it can and can't handle so it's it's braga kind of evolved into that direction like he didn't have like this explosive first night, like some of these decks that we've talked about, like Sheree's first night was freaking crazy. Cause yeah. no, we just didn't see that 
happening. And Isan's first month or two was like that, where people were like, okay, yeah, this is getting really fucking crazy, this guy. Mm-hmm. You know? But Brago, it's kind of been, because you've changed its well, its form so much, originally it was just kind of like Value Town, and then it became, yeah, okay, and I, and I like I it, Brago initially was just kind of like, I really just translated Rune as much as I could. Yeah. Just stripped out the green. Stripped and, out the green and kind of was like feeling a little bit bummed. And then, yeah, started to see more and more right. ways to get value. But you slowly evolved it to where it's at now, which is this on the cusp of going crazy, but it's still pretty freaking tough. Like it's a tough, yeah, it's a tough commander. Uh, yeah, I'd like to kill it. I'd like to get rid of that deck forever. <laughs> like it's funny to hear Yang talk about it. Like he's obsessed with your deck. Like he ta- I just funny. really like that one. It's really cool. It's like, dude, yeah, no. And he like when he played it, he had made some mistakes, and I'm like, okay, thank God. And he's still freaking like was pulling it, and it out. It, it, he was yeah, it was you going know? nuts. Yeah, he just borrowed it one day, and I'm like, oh, God. I was I was on the other side of that. And I'm just like, still. Ooh, yeah. I see what you guys are talking about. Yeah, you were on the other side of it. And like, <laughs> okay, this is annoying. Yeah, it's just it's it's a really neat deck, I guess, to like talk about and to theorize about and different things that you can do. I guess like all of these like t- you can go down enter the battlefield lane, you know, for a long time with that. Yeah. But as your opponent, yeah, I, I don't like playing against it because I feel like I'm responsible with holding it back. And it becomes, that's a a good point. Like for you specifically, you're like, I'm the one that knows and is going to deal with it. Yeah. Like, and everybody, I don't know. And if I let it go, like, I just won't even play. Like it just, it'll lock me out. (laughs) And you're no, like, it's only a matter of time before Andy starts like messing with my shit and I'm not going to do that. (laughs) So I don't like playing against it. I might with like a hyper competitive other deck that I've got. That's kind of on the same power scale. Yeah. Then it is just going to be like, okay, this is what we decided to do. And I'm just going to sure grin and bear it. (laughs) But a lot of the times when it's been brought out, it's like, ah, do I really have to, okay, let me, let me just have a one V one game while everyone else is beating each other up with this Bronco tech, you know? <laughs> so I guess to, to kind of close this out maybe a little bit, like yeah. if, if there's people looking at my deck list, some things that you might want to keep in mind is, is I actually haven't programmed in very much alternatives to Brago. And by that, I mean things that uh, accomplish the effect of exiling something and having it reenter the battlefield. Um, I built it to just really lean pretty heavily on that he on, would be out on Brago. I right. have a few spells, like I have a couple things in there. You know, like the Restoration Angel is in there. Um, just just some things to like save shit, like when okay. I, when I need to like save it. It's not necessarily using that that flicker as an alternative to Brago as much as a like I I need this to to save some of my pieces when somebody's removing a permanent or board wiping like i just just need that um something else i kind of saw when i was kind of doing a little bit of research is 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 people plugging in a good number of planeswalkers mm-hmm. and using jeru as well so if you recall jeru is the one that tutors yeah he tutors planeswalkers um so you know like i don't know if you're trying to not necessarily be like go the stacks competitive route that may be something interesting if you're into planeswalkers that you can toss in there. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I kind of left a lot of a lot of like removal stuff out of here that I have because I have I have a lot of removal. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's just indicative of I'm, our meta. I'm tempoing 
like is is what I'm trying to do. Right. Right. Like I'm I'm trying to make people. He's one of the few examples where tempoing works because you yeah. don't lose the permanent. Right. You don't lose card advantage. To right. Your exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm going to reutilize the thing that sent stuff back to your hand. Right. And just keep doing it over and over and over again. Ugh. Uh, so one last one. This is just, this, this is just, uh, I don't know why this tickles me so much. It tickles you, dude. It tickles me. Where, where does it tickle you? <laughs> what were, were we talking about the grundle the other day or was it the, the, the chode that's we not actually. Just, yeah. Brad had been saying chode for forever and was. Turns out it's it was, not actually what. Yeah. What, what he was. thought it was. And he's like. <laughs> That's crazy. Like it was oh. funny. Like we've like somebody looked it up and like said, "Yeah, dude, this is not what a chode is, man." <laughs> you know, and he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> it was, it was so, like, he was just like just this acceptance huh. of new knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> like like it was some fact about the universe or something. Like you know, just some some just really neat fun fact. It's huh. just like stuff like that makes me feel like it's junior high school where you're like trying to use like slang and and talk about about sexuality as if you know something about it. And right. You're like some bit, you're an older kid than the rest of you. The rest right, of your peers. Right. Yeah. Then they just like make you look like an asshole. Uh, so here's the card. It's, I, I don't currently have it in the deck, but it's one that I was so entertained by. You have to be careful with it. Okay. What is this? It's Exedron. Oh God. So it's three and two blue. Uh, as it enters the battlefield, turn all other non-token creatures face down. They're two, two creatures. Um, Absent morph too. Yeah. They don't have morph. They yeah, just are not manifests either. They're, they're just, just, they're just two upside twos. down idiots now. <laughs> and so, and then you also, then it also says that it's power and toughness are equal to the number of face down upside creatures down idiots on the battlefield. Now, if you try this out in your, in your deck, you got to make sure Brago's not on the battlefield. <laughs> Because here, yeah. here, here's how this benefits you: is you do Exedron first, get everybody's shit upside down, including your own. Use Brago thereafter to just keep resetting your stuff so it is face up and everybody's right. stuff is face down. So annoying, dude. Are we done yet with this? God, <laughs> we finally did it. Can we be done? Yeah, that's that's it. I just had to throw that one out there because I'm just super entertained. By finally, it. get out of here with this. <laughs> Jesus, done with this king of eternal you know he's dead you know that right he is dead they killed him in the freaking war and he's not coming back he's uh whatever he's dead goodbye good riddance i can't tell you how many times i fucked up this outro so thanks for listening to the legendary creature podcast and joining us for another one of our meta boss discussions we'll post a link to my brago list in the episode notes also, music this episode by Dan Terminus. The song is Rust Titan. The Darkest Benthic Division is the album. We'll post a link to his music in our episode notes as well. Please support him. He's kind enough to let us use his music, which is awesome. And talk to us on Twitter, at legend underscore creature. We keep talking to you on the podcast. Tell us your thoughts for Commander and EDH. And review us where you found us. It helps us know how we're doing and what you think of the podcast. And until next time. Remember, Brago decides the kindnesses and the cruelties. <laughs>